Welcome in. You are listening to the Blue Notes Podcast, a presentation of Indianapolis Gold Stories and Notes. I am your host, Benji Taylor. Oh no, Colts fans, we suck again. In week 14, our team turned in a sleepy performance against the Bengals to the tune of a 34-14 loss. They followed that game up with a formal beatdown of the Steelers at home. Then Sunday, the Colts flatlined in Atlanta against the enigmatic Falcons. I said last week that the Colts could possibly win all three of their remaining regular season games. I believed that, but they quickly proved it wasn't happening. With two more very winnable games left on the schedule, it's really hard to tell what's going to happen. Even so, I want to offer a brief response, a current state of the Colts address. Stay with me, Colts fans. I don't give final exams in my classes anymore. No, I've learned my lesson. I'm not a good test taker or a good test designer, and I don't like grading them, so I just stick to essays. I assign and grade essays. That's pretty much it. However, I have given a few exams over the years. One semester in particular, I assigned an in-class essay as the final exam. I tried my best to prepare the students for the exam without actually telling them what they would be asked to write. When they came in on the last day, I gave them the prompt, which required them to write a 500-word typed response, and I let them go to work. (laughs) And it did not go well. Audible groans were heard throughout the exam, and I could feel the exasperation leaking out of them and filling the room. It was an altogether unpleasant experience at one point, and I will never forget this. One of my students blurted out this question. She said, can I stop before it gets any worse? (laughs) Can I stop before it gets any worse? How can I say no to that? The student who uttered that unforgettable question offered quite an astute observation She recognized that writing more and simply reaching the 500-word quota wasn't going to make the quality of the product any better. It was a clear-minded hearkening to the old belief that quality is always better than quantity. At some point in her 200 to maybe 300-word draft, her essay response peaked, and it wasn't going to get any better. So, she did the right thing and removed her fingers from the keyboard. I don't remember her name, but she was a good student, not the strongest writer, but a good and likable person. And she noticed in her writing that day what I'm starting to wonder about our cults. (laughs) Should we start? (laughs) Should we stop before it gets any worse? I don't mean that literally. I don't think the team is going to just quit and refuse to play the final two games. I don't mean that, but I think they've peaked already. We've seen their best stuff. Now each game kind of seems like a coin flip. After the Bengals beat down, I said that the Colts had no chance of making a deep playoff run. A week later, after the win against the Steelers, I said that I was wrong. Now I'm nearly certain that more games will equal similar results to what we've already seen. To 
to be clear, I'm certain that both responses are true or could be true. The Colts could very well win the AFC South and maybe even win a playoff game. That scenario isn't so hard to believe. On the other hand, they could coin flip these last two games, win one and lose one, and miss the playoffs yet again. Neither path is out of the question. Simultaneously, the major questions this team will face in the offseason loom overhead, such as, should the team re-sign Michael Pittman Jr.? And can Anthony Richardson stay healthy? So now we wait in limbo. We've missed on any great hope this season. We've missed on a high draft pick next season. We don't know whether we have a franchise quarterback. We don't think we can win a Super Bowl this year, but we hope to see the team's first playoff game since 2020. Meanwhile, it's just really hard to expect much from this team. When they're good, they're really fun to watch. But when they're not good, they're quite the snooze. There is a scene in the movie Meet the Parents when Ben Stiller's character, Greg R.N., makes his way to a drugstore like CVS or something like that. He has flown in to visit his soon-to-be in-laws, so he doesn't have a car and his options are limited. He tries to find an expensive bottle of wine to impress the in-laws. Greg asks the clerk about the bottle of wine, and the guy in a deadpan look says, all they have is mums, which is $12. <laughs> Greg spastically responds, really? You don't have like a $100 bottle or something like that? The clerk studies Greg's face through a hazy squint and says, uh, you can get a whole bunch of mums. <laughs> that line in that movie is as unforgettable as the moment of exasperation when my student asked if she could stop before the paper got worse. And both instances hit on the same nail we're seeing now with these Colts. We're seeing a $12 bottle of mums performance. More mums isn't really the answer. It's not going to change the flavor. Mums is still mums. <laughs> I guess that analogy isn't perfect. It's not perfect because Gardner Minshew was really good last week. But like I said the week prior about Gardner and basically all backup quarterbacks, they are consistently inconsistent. Gardner was great last week. I applauded him then, and I'm still rooting for this team. I love them, and I want to see two more wins and a playoff appearance. But mums is mums. <laughs> I don't want to belabor the point. Sunday's game was a dreadful watch. I don't want to talk too much about it, but I did have a couple observations I wanted to share. Atlanta, Atlanta has some talented players, and I think I overlooked them last week, but it's true. The past three NFL drafts, the Falcons have taken a skill player in the top 10 in each draft. You could argue, quite safely, that each player has underperformed, but the investment is there nonetheless. At quarterback, the Colts faced yet another backup, but this one beat the Colts last year with his former team, the Washington Commanders. Heineke is just the type of guy that the Colts really hate to face. He's athletic, mobile, and gutsy. He's not very polished, but it doesn't matter. Heineke was able to elude sacks and buy time, and he quarterbacked his team to an easy win. I still don't think the Falcons are a really good football team, but they played with nothing to lose, and it worked. 
I do like the Colts' defense, and I've said that as much on this podcast, but I'm starting to see some pretty obvious weaknesses on that side of the ball. And if I'm seeing them, well, you know very well that offensive coordinators in the league have them figured out. The Colts are stout up the middle, but weak on the edges. Indy's young corners have been good in coverage, but they're indecisive sometimes in the run game, and they're not great tacklers. Teams are figuring out that if they can get to the edge, they can break some long runs. The Falcons had no problem mitigating the Colts' defensive attempts. To make matters worse, Julian Blackman was injured in the Falcons game and will miss the rest of the regular season. Remember, this team has lost four cornerbacks since the start of last year. Losing a starting safety won't help. Yeah, so let's stop this thing before it gets any worse. Once again, the Colts have a game they absolutely should win. Sunday, the Colts face the Vegas Raiders and backup quarterback Aiden O'Connell in Lucas Oil Stadium. I do expect the Colts to win, but I'm not certain about it. I'm rooting for it, but I wouldn't even bet 50 cents on it. The Raiders' defense is lively. They have one of the best pass rushers in Max Crosby and one of the young, fiery cornerbacks tandems in the league. They've scored multiple touchdowns over the past couple of weeks. This is a game the Colts should win, but it won't be easy. Let's hope Gardner returns to the greatness we saw a week ago. If he does that, we have a chance. Pop open a bottle of mums and enjoy the game. Come back next week for the 100th episode. You heard that right. Take care and go Colts. This was a presentation of the Blue Notes podcast. I'm Benji Taylor. Thanks for listening.